0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Mama Wears Athleisure. I am your host Mariela de Santiago, a first-time mom. We focus on all things mom with tips to help make life easier and more organized for all you mamas out there. Hi everyone. Today, I am here with Ivy from Empowered Physical Therapy. Before we get started, I do just want to give everyone a quick little disclaimer and let you know that we are going to be talking about bodily fluids and functioning down there. So Mm -hmm. in case you are in a room with others and you would rather put headphones on or maybe go to another space where you're more comfortable in, now is that time to do it. Thank you
1: so much, Marielle, for having me on. I think this is so fun. And I love that you gave that little disclaimer because that's not something that I often think about. I talk about pee, poop, vaginas, and sex just in my everyday job. So it's not something I usually think twice about. I'll just give a little description, a little introduction about myself. So I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist and I'm a mother of two and I'm the owner of Empower Physical Therapy. I've been a pelvic floor therapist for about six years, but I started my practice about three years ago after I had my first baby. And I realized that after you leave the hospital, you get zero guidance on how to take care of your body postpartum, you have your baby, you leave the hospital, or no one really tells you what to do. And so that's why I kind of created Empower to kind of fill that gap and fill that need and void because mothers needed that. So at Empower, what we do is we help moms prepare for birth and then help their bodies recover postpartum, but we also treat all sorts of pelvic floor dysfunction ranging from peeing in your pants, pain with sex, diastasis recti, you know, all the things that moms think are normal and might have been told normal by their doctors, but aren't necessarily normal. So they're very common issues, but not something that we just have to accept and live with.
0: So you're definitely right that once we leave the hospital and you have your baby, you have no idea what is normal or how to care for or what you're supposed to do to get back to where you were before having a baby. And so in today's episode, even though we're going to focus mostly on the prenatal pelvic floor, I know that we'll be talking about just the pelvic floor in general, because it is so linked to Everything that we do as moms, you know, before having a baby, while pregnant and postpartum. With that, would you mind just giving us a brief little description of what is the pelvic floor for those of us that maybe aren't very sure of where that is?
1: Or what it exactly. is Exactly. Oh, I love this. Yes. Yeah, so the pelvic floor is a group of muscles that sit at the base of our pelvis. It connects to our pubic bone in front, our tailbone in the back and our two sit bones. Usually I have a pelvic model with me with my patients describing it, but I'll try to explain the best as possible. So if your listeners can imagine, it kind of sits that those muscles sit at the base of our pelvis. It's responsible for five major functions. So it helps us keep continence. So, it keeps poo, pee, and gas inside. It supports all our organs, so our uterus, our bladder, and our rectum. It helps us with movement of our trunk and our legs. It provides circulation to those areas, and it's responsible for sexual function. So, without these muscles, we wouldn't be able to orgasm. So, these muscles are, as you can see, definitely so important and they help us with our everyday function, but yet they're ignored or not really talked about. What is
0: pelvic floor therapy? Because now that I've had a baby, I've heard so much more about it and you get introduced to all of this postpartum. But you don't really always know what that entails when people talk about pelvic floor
1: therapy. Pelvic floor therapy is the treatment of pelvic floor dysfunction. So kind of all the things I talked about, all the functions of the pelvic floor, we as pelvic floor therapists help with all of that. So any urinary issues like peeing your pants when you cough, flap or sneeze or fecal issues like leakage or constipation, even pain with sex, pelvic pain and. And like I said, many women live with these issues for most of their lives because they don't know that there's help for it. And maybe they might have been told by their medical provider or were dismissed by others saying like, you know, it's normal just because you've had a baby. Yeah, these issues are totally things that all of us as pelvic floor therapists can help with just the function of their pelvic floor and helping them to have a healthy pregnancy and postpartum recovery.
0: And what would that entail? If somebody wants to get pelvic floor therapy while being pregnant, how would somebody essentially get the support or what kind of things would they learn Mm -hmm. while pregnant?
1: I'll start off by kind of describing mm. what happens to your body when you're pregnant. Mm. When you become pregnant, we have this hormone called relaxin that we produce, right? So you might be familiar with that. It's the hormone that makes our ligaments around our pelvis loosey-goosey in order to prepare for birth because our, a baby has to exit out of the pelvis, right? So in order for it to get wider, It needs to have more laxity. So while that's great for birth, it's not so great for aches and pains and getting through the rest of our pregnancy because that's something that most pregnant women will complain about. They'll start to get aches and pains around their pelvis. So during pregnancy, pelvic floor therapists can help with that. We can help with kind of resolving the pain that surrounds your pelvis by releasing some of the muscle tension and then helping to stabilize your pelvis through core exercises and hip exercises. And then also talking to you about normal bladder and bowel function, because that can also really help the pelvic floor as well during pregnancy. What I often tell my moms who are looking to get pelvic floor therapy during pregnancy pregnancy, I get the question often. So when should I come in? Or how do I know I need it when I'm pregnant? I would say basically, if you are having any of those aches and pains, either in your first second or third trimester, Mm. come in because that's something that we can help with right away. But say you're feeling good and not really having very many issues, then I would say come towards the end of your third trimester, not too close to your due date. Obviously, we don't want to induce labor, but more like around your 30 weeks to 34 weeks pregnant because then we can help your body start to prepare for birth
0: that brings me to my next question because I've kind of read this in some books should pregnant women be
1: doing kegels oh my goodness I love that you asked that question because that is the number one question I get from my pregnant moms that come in the answer is it depends I know you'll hate me for the answer, but really it does depend because in pelvic floor therapy, we do a pelvic floor assessment and we can tell whether or not that Kegels is something you need to be doing or something that you shouldn't be doing. And I'll tell you something more often than not, will I find that it's not something that moms need to be doing. And why is that? So we kind of talked about how the baby has to exit through our pelvic floor and those muscles. So those muscles actually need to be real super relaxed prior to birth. So in order for the baby to make its way down through the birth canal, down through the vaginal canal... <laughs> Our pelvic floor muscles need to relax. And if you were to do a hundred Kegels a day, like so many of our pregnancy apps and maybe even our doctors or other women tell us, you know, do your Kegels a hundred times a day because that will help you push the baby out. That's misinformation. So that's actually incorrect. It's a misconception. Our pelvic floor actually has to relax and get out of the way so that our baby can come through our pelvic floor and our labor can progress. In today's society, most of us are in the state of fight or flight, right? So we tend to have a lot of tension and hold a lot of tension in our bodies as well as our pelvic floor. So that's the reason why more often than not, will I find someone with a tight, intense pelvic floor rather than a super weak, relaxed pelvic floor. And oftentimes someone with a tight pelvic floor will also have a weak pelvic floor. Like those, that tightness can contribute to its weakness. So, we actually need to be thinking about relaxing our pelvic floor prior to birth rather than the strengthening portion for the most part. But I cannot say that goes for everyone because everyone's bodies are so different and it does depend. But more often than not, will I find that most women need to be relaxing their pelvic floors rather than doing the Kegels?
0: Thanks for clarifying all that because I. Well, I was pregnant, I would read about how you need to do Kegels and you need to be doing X amount a day. And yeah. and so, first of all, it's not very fun to do those. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> doing 100 sounds ridiculous. It's really nice to just kind of know that maybe that's not something we should be doing, even though we're reading about it in books or seeing all these posts about it on social media. For those of you that are listening, you might be able to hear my son in the background. He decided he didn't want a nap, so he's... Moving around,
1: and he's our special guest. So that's awesome. That's mom life, right? <laughs> just going with the flow of it all, right? <laughs> yes and I'd like to bring up one <laughs> more thing about the kegels so I talked about how it's a misconception that our pelvic floor pushes the baby out like we need to strengthen our pelvic floor in order to push the baby out our pelvic floor needs to relax and it's actually our uterus we have something called the fetal ejection reflex so if we just allow our pelvic floors to relax and get out of the way our uterus can do its job by pushing the baby out that's naturally what our bodies want to do so our uterus pushes the baby out and then our pelvic floors relax to get out of the way. And that's just something I want to clarify really quick.
0: With all of that, how would a physical therapist help somebody while pregnant? So what would like their session look like when they come to you? And if there is a difference between maybe they have a C-section scheduled mm-hmm. or all goes well and there, they have a vaginal birth. So how would you be able to support somebody depending on their form of delivery?
1: Regardless of how someone is going to give birth, we can definitely help with either a vaginal birth, preparing for a vaginal birth or a C-section. So if someone were to come to me and their plan was to have or a vaginal birth, how we start all our pelvic floor PT sessions, actually, we talk about any previous births, we ask about history, and if they've had any previous injuries or any previous medical conditions that we need to take into consideration how their pregnancy is going, and if they're experiencing any current aches or pains, um, because we can help provide relief for those things. And then we have them complete a physical exam. So this is more like an external exam where we take a look at their movements. So we look at the way they walk, the way they squat, the way they stand, so their posture, and then we get them on the table and we look at their alignment and we look at their hips to see if they're level. We may do a quick little adjustment if we see any misalignment. And this is something that is very gentle. And then we also look at the range of motion, strength, all of those things. And then we do an internal exam that involves one glove finger with lube into the vagina. Um, And what we're assessing for is the tension. So any tension in the vaginal muscles because this will give us a little bit more information on how their pelvic floor is doing prior to birth. Because we talked about how we want that pelvic floor to be relaxed, right? If we do a vaginal exam, and we find a pelvic floor that has a lot of tension, we might want to do some work beforehand to prepare that pelvic floor to relax. So that might involve releasing some of that tension internally, just very gently. And then we also teach our moms stabilization exercises. So core and hip strengthening exercises so that it will address any current pains they have, but also help them with their postpartum recovery. As for a C-section, all of that stays the same, including the vaginal exam. And some people think, okay, why why would we be doing a vaginal exam if I know that I'm going to get a C-section? Well, those muscles actually are still affected postpartum. If... A mama were to get a C-section, they're going to do an incision into the abdomen, and that would involve cutting into all those layers of connective tissue. And afterwards, they can develop scar tissue at that incision, which then causes tension at the pelvic floor. So if I were to pull my shirt up at the top here, for your listeners, you can just imagine if I pull my shirt up at the top, you can expect there to be some lifting up of the shirt at the bottom. If you were to create tension at the C-section, it will also create tension down at the pelvic floor, if that makes sense. And one of the most common things I hear from my cesarean birth moms postpartum is pain with sex my C-section moms are, are more likely to have pain with sex postpartum because they're developing a lot of tension at the pelvic floor due to that scar tissue. So we want to try and address that pelvic floor tension before birth so that doesn't become such of a big issue after birth. And it will also help with their postpartum recovery because those muscles will be functioning better. So that's kind of what we do for both breaths and preparing for those types of breaths something that I just never
0: thought about I, I had a c-section myself but you know that your pelvic floor is also affected because of the you you've created a baby and you still have to kind of release everything that you have from having created a baby and you mm-hmm. just don't think about it until you're going through it and you're like wait
1: I didn't know this was gonna be happening too exactly yeah I know that's why I love just providing this education because so many moms think it's just something I have to live with. There's nothing that can be done about it. We can actually do some preventative work and then also postpartum rehab by mobilizing that scar tissue after a cesarean section so that you don't end up with long term issues like the pain with sex or low back pain or even achiness around the incision. If you're planning to have another birth, that would also help in preparation preparation for the next baby as well, because your body would be in a better place.
0: Do you have any other tips, suggestions, or recommendations when it comes to prenatal pelvic floor therapy, or what somebody can do to kind of get started and comfortable with possibly seeing someone?
1: So yes, my number one tip for everyone is, of course, always see a pelvic floor therapist. If there's any hesitation at all, or if there's any wondering, could pelvic floor therapy really help me? How would it specifically help with what I'm dealing with? We all do free phone consultations so we can talk about your issues specifically over the phone to see if it's something that would help you. As for how do you get started seeing a pelvic floor therapist, that's actually the best way is just to reach out via a phone call or getting on email and reaching out because uh, we can help you address what you're specifically dealing with or answer your questions to make you feel more at ease and tell you exactly how we can help you and if you specifically would be a good candidate for a pelvic floor PT.
0: Thank you for all of that. I so appreciate you taking time out of your Day to chat with us. And just one more question Do you offer any virtual pelvic floor therapy or sessions for
1: individuals? So we do offer virtual physical therapy, but only in California. So our license doesn't cover out of state. We're wanting to see us, but they were out of state. Then we would do something called pelvic wellness sessions. So this wouldn't involve techniques of physical therapy, but just more education about pelvic wellness. There's still value from that. And if anyone is out of state and wondering where they can find a pelvic floor therapist near them. I usually always recommend the website pelvicrehab.com where you can type in your zip code. That search should pop up any pelvic floor therapists that are within your zip code.
0: Thanks. I'll make sure to add that to the show notes. So if anyone is interested in checking out that site, they're out of state. Thanks again, Ivy. I so appreciate you taking time, helping us out, give us all this info about pelvic floor therapy that I know I didn't learn until after having a baby.
1: So. (laughs) I wish I had known before. It's never too late. And I'm just thank you so much because yes, this is information that just needs to get out there and you're doing great work by promoting it because you can help so many people by just letting them know that help exists for them because this is a topic that's not often talked about. It's just so great that you have this podcast and thank you so much for having me on.
0: Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for our next episode. You can find us on Instagram for more updates and tips. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a review if you like us.